Welcome to the Your Confident Self Podcast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat and gain confidence like never before. I help corporate women get the confidence to ask for the job they want and do the work they love. Isn't it time you got unstuck and showed the world how fabulous you are? Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. First of all, I know it's August, but fall allergies have arrived early. So if my allergy voice breaks through, I apologize in advance. But today we're talking about the importance of learning how to manage your manager and how this skill can be pivotal for helping you move from where you are to where you want to be. But before I get started with the topic, I do want to acknowledge a review that was left in iTunes a couple days ago. Because I want Lena, who is somewhere in the United States, to know that I saw her. And what she said was, my life has changed so much by listening to Allegra. I'm now more confident and have a lot more self-esteem than I've ever had. I hope she continues to produce more episodes. I'm beyond grateful. So first of all, Lena, I am so excited that you feel more confident and have more self-esteem. That is why I do this. I so appreciate you leaving a review. I'm not going to say I ugly cried or anything, but it did mean a lot to me. Uh, And I am so grateful both that you've got something from the podcast and that you took the time to share that with me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lena. I hope you are having an incredibly powerful week. Okay, so when most of us started our professional journeys, we likely thought that our most important responsibility was managing ourselves and our work tasks. Over time, though, the most successful among us learned that managing our manager had a much bigger impact. Trying to talk to your boss can be intimidating, uncomfortable, and awkward. But if you know the right way to approach your manager, you can not only survive the conversation, You can thrive in your workplace. Effective communication with your manager is critical for a number of reasons. If you want to ask for a raise or get support for a new project or initiative, communicating effectively increases your chances of success. If you want to make a suggestion that you think could help the company, your idea will be received better if you master the communication skills needed to manage up. So how do you have an effective conversation with your manager? First, be respectful of your manager's time. If you don't know your boss's schedule, you risk approaching her when she's not receptive. Yes, I know your manager could be a he. I had to pick a pronoun. I pick her. There are times when she's more stressed and times when she's more relaxed. So focus on talking with her at her convenience. Pay attention to her signals and respect her time boundaries. Haven't you had this happen? You're racing out of your office. You're late for a meeting, and somebody stops by to ask a quick question. You try to explain tactfully that at that moment you don't have a minute, but they don't listen to you, and they keep pushing forward. As the person who's running late, how does that taste? If we're honest, you could care less what they're saying because you don't have time to listen. If they're asking a question, they're likely to get a no. Don't be that person. New levels come with new devils. So often managers are busy and stressed. If your boss is busy with someone else, pick a different time to address your concern or ask your question. 
if possible, schedule dedicated time to talk to your boss so that you're not interrupting anything. When you plan meetings, it shows that you respect your manager's time and have her best interests in mind. It's simply to show her that you understand time is valuable to both of you. So scheduling the meeting in advance so that other things don't interfere increases your chances of success. If you're considerate of her schedule, your boss will likely be more receptive to what you have to say. And I know the temptation is there to just grab someone real quick in the hallway, but just think about that for a moment. Is that how you want to present what it is that you want to present? Is that how you want to communicate? Grabbing someone real quick in the hallway as they dash by, or do you want to set a specific time and then make your case? The second thing is to be prepared to keep your emotions under control. Don't walk into an asking conversation cold. Now, an asking conversation is when you want something. Could be a new position, additional staff, time off. It doesn't matter. You are asking something in that conversation. Now, if you're emotional about your request, rehearse the conversation. Think about how your manager might respond and then think through how those responses will make you feel. The key here is not to just walk through you getting exactly what you want. That feels good. So you can do that a couple times. But what if your judgment is questioned? What if your boss doesn't reach the same conclusion you did? What if the answer is no? I'm certainly not telling you to plan to fail. I'm asking you to consider all the possibilities. Thinking about the results that might make you emotional gives you a chance to experience those emotions in private before you talk to your manager. You're not a robot. Emotions are part of life. But you can choose where to have an emotional response to the topic. Would you rather have that in front of your boss or privately where you can decide how to respond differently? One way to get your boss's attention is to know what's going on in your industry. Staying knowledgeable can help you get ahead and make your conversation with your boss more impressive. It makes a more lasting impression and your boss is more likely to remember the conversation in a positive way. If you couch it in terms of the value that you bring to the conversation that extends outside whatever it is that your current role includes. So how do you stay up to date with industry trends? It could be as simple as reading industry trade magazines, talking with others in the same profession. It is critical to get outside of your own house and talk to other people in other organizations, in other departments, in other areas. If you always talk to the exact same people, you limit yourself to those same thoughts. Another way to stay up to date is to attend conferences, listen to different speakers, and of course, keeping up with industry news via podcasts or radio shows. If you pay close attention to what's happening around you, you'll be able to show your boss that the company's goals are important to you, and this is music to your manager's ears. Communicating this commitment can help you get promoted, keep your job in a tight economy, and make your opinion appear more essential to others who can help your career. It's important to develop good communication before you need it. Remember that old adage about building the bridge before you need it? Everything about how you communicate with others illustrates who you are and your feelings about them and yourself. 
when it comes to managing your manager, your voice, speech, and word choice demonstrate how well you get along with others. Learn to take advantage of stronger communication skills to demonstrate your competence and confidence. When communicating with your manager, first use your tone of voice to show self-assurance. Maintaining a pleasant tone of voice, even in stressful situations, shows that you can handle pressure. And a calm tone makes you appear much more confident. Two, choose your volume wisely. Projecting too loudly is never a good look at work. And I know why we do it. Sometimes we raise our voices because we're afraid if we don't, we won't be heard. Actually, it can be more effective to lower your voice when you're saying something important, as it's surprising and it tends to grab and hold people's attention. You'll notice others physically leaning in toward you when you drop your volume. I'm going to suggest that you use this carefully at first until you get used to it, because I certainly don't want you running around whispering your fantastic ideas. Your word choice has a big impact. Confident people choose words that indicate they have a basic understanding of grammar and they know the best way to get their ideas across. Speak in concise, complete sentences. Now you may be thinking, of course I talk in whole sentences, but do you? You'd probably be surprised if you really listen to bits of your own conversation. All of us do it now. We shorthand everything. We either make signs with our hands or we'll say two words and the other person will just get it, but that's not a complete sentence. So focus on expressing a complete yet concise idea to your colleagues when you're providing your ideas or instructions. And thinking before speaking is always your best option. You'll find that you can access better thoughts and suggestions. When you give yourself time to thoroughly consider the options involved in a project or a particular situation. Now, one last comment on communication, word choice, volume. I have a pretty formal pattern of speech. You guys have been around here more than five minutes. You know that. I talk like I write. (laughs) And I write kind of formal. Can't help it. I had a very formal Jamaican dad, I don't think I ever heard him use a contraction, you know, like don't or won't, never. He was will not to do not. But I know that I have a particular way of speaking. The reason why I'm bringing it up is I worked with someone who, whenever he spoke to me, he would change how he spoke. And I don't know what TV land show he was watching. It could have been um, What's Happening Now or um, Good Times or The Jeffersons, however it was. He would speak to me in a way that I did not appreciate. I thought it was limiting, and I thought he was trying to cast me in a light that made me different than the other people in the room. He didn't suddenly turn into a more urban guy when he was talking to any of my other coworkers, but he always did that with me for the first month. But it was important that I didn't first of all, lapse into making fun of myself, which is what I thought he was doing, the way he was behaving. And by continuing to be who I was, first of all, it felt good to me. It felt powerful to me. And it made him look foolish. Do I want to make him look foolish? No. What I wanted was him to communicate with me in a professional way. And I didn't think that was professional. So I needed to own the communication with my manager. 
Which leads me to my next point, which is standing up for yourself. Everybody fears rejection, but giving in to fear can stop you from achieving the career success you deserve. If you have something important to discuss, you should do it. Just remember to stay calm and present your concerns professionally. I don't think I need to tell you to avoid profanity, slang, or being too informal, or communicating in a way that might turn your boss off from the really important things that you have to say. Every company is different. Effective communication with your manager in a heavily regulated environment is certainly different than in a super casual corporate office. In every setting, however, the general keys to successfully managing your manager are the same. Remain polite and professional. Your boss will notice and your communication with her will be more effective as a result. So the magic of managing your manager includes Picking a great time to have your conversations, respecting both of your time and commitments. Managing your emotions under pressure by experiencing them privately first. Keeping current with industry trends so that your manager will be confident you want the organization to succeed. And not letting fear keep you from advocating for yourself when something is important to you. Your communication skills can help you rise above any type of challenging conversation at the office. How you speak to others also demonstrates that you believe in yourself and are skilled at dealing with stressful situations and managing all different kinds of relationships. Do you have questions about a particular scenario regarding managing up? Let me know either leaving a review in your podcast catcher of choice or by leaving a comment on the blog at AllegraSinclair.com slash 067. Let me know what that is, and I'll be sure to address your question on a future episode of the show. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.